Hi, I'm Brady Bryan, and this is Brady's Corner. Every 15-minute episode, I'm going to bring to you a new business leader. They're going to be talking about everything from um, their personal journey to their company to the industry at large, and um, really, really glad to be able to bring this and share this with you. Uh, today, we've got Jack Simonian. And uh, Jack, uh, thank you so much for joining Brady's Corner. Hey, Brady. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so my name is Jack Simonian. Uh, I have a boutique M&A advisory firm based in Las Vegas. Uh, we help business owners sell their companies to strategic and private equity buyers. Uh, you know, as you know, uh, over the last few years, we've been working with a lot of engineering and architecture firms. Um, and uh, so far in uh, 2021, we have done uh, three AEC deals, uh, all in engineering, structural, MEP, and uh, civil infrastructure with a total headcount of about 150 employees uh, between all these uh, deals. Um, so, and we have several other deals in progress, uh, you know, as we speak, also all in the MEP, structural, civil, and design firms. Um, so uh, I think uh, this is the, the quick version of, uh, you know, what Black Castle is and what we do. Uh, we, you know, in a nutshell, help business owners sell their companies and, uh, you know, uh, help them exit and, uh, you know, uh, cash out uh, on uh, the business they built over 20, 30 years sometimes. Thank you so much for that, that introduction, Jack. What does it mean? Um, when, when does when does a an engineering firm um, or do you do, you do um, architecture firms as well primarily engineering? Yeah, it's AE uh, primarily is the primary focus. Although you know most of our clients have been engineers recently, but we are currently working with uh, you know design firms as well right now, architecture and interior design. Perfect. So when when does a, a firm know when when do the owners know they're ready for exit? That's a great question because, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a topic that's, uh, you know, always uh, I discuss every day. Sometimes you meet owners that have, you know, been in their company 30, 40 years, they're in their 60s or sometimes even, you know, late 60s and have not planned for an exit. So um, a lot of people, you know, think about this sometimes too late where, when you go to market with these uh, uh, types of uh, you know opportunities, buyers are hesitant because the owners want to retire, and you know one of the primary goals of the buyer is to keep existing management on board. So uh, it's uh, it's important for owners to start planning early for an exit. So really, they should be starting to plan at at the beginning of their business. They should have an understanding of you know what what retirement means and things like that exactly exactly it's a you know it's a process you work on for many years and uh, you see a lot of companies that you know not only they're not prepared but they also build firms that are not really sellable sometimes you know a high customer concentration uh, no uh, you know leadership next generation uh, uh, team of senior people prepared to take over and you know be, be the um, you know captain of the ship if you want after the owner retires so uh, so yeah a lot to think about um, uh, you know if you're planning to build a business and you want to sell it at some point you have to plan for it. Otherwise, you know, you see some owners that um, 
don't really care about that. But, you know, for the most part, people build businesses to be able to not only uh, make a good living over those years, but also sell it at some point. So you mentioned a couple of things. Are, are those some of the primary factors that, um, you know, the, those acquiring firms are looking for is a, a more diverse, you mentioned high, you know, high concentration of, of customers and clients. So you're worried about somebody being dependent only upon, for example, the Nevada DOT or something like that, right? Exactly, exactly. If you, you know, don't build a firm with uh, two clients that are 90% of your revenues if you're planning on selling it because the risk is high for a buyer to, you know, post close to lose some of these clients if those relationships are personal with, uh, you know, the owner or the seller. Now, are you seeing, um, are you seeing anybody that is, um, I guess, who's most at risk? Obviously, we know the folks that, have, that are most dependent on maybe restaurant and, and retail have had the toughest time over the last, you know, 14 months or 12 months. Um, what are you seeing there? Um, obviously, a quick rebound. But- yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's a high demand for uh, anything civil, transportation, infrastructure, and um, along the southern states, the populated states, from California to Texas to Florida. There's a, you know, uh, there's a lot of competition on those deals. Uh, so on the engineering side, that those are probably the highest, uh, you know, um, uh, companies that are the most in demand. Uh, there is maybe less demand for, you know, uh, anything design related, um, architecture, interior design, but it doesn't mean, you know, there's not, the market is not hot. The market overall, m and market is hot. But uh, yeah, those are the areas that I'm seeing um, with the most uh, buyer activity on in, the in- civil side. I, I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, Jack. Why why is that hot? And what do you see as far as the timeline? As far as is that going to be increasing? And if so, for how long? Yeah, um, I, I think it's going to continue for the time being. I don't have a crystal ball, uh, you know, as far as what's going to happen with the economy in the next couple of years. But with uh, everything, you know, infrastructure. Um, uh, you know, infrastructure plans that are, uh, you know, coming online with, you know, government and this administration. I think uh, there's going, it's going to continue and there's going to be a lot of consolidation in the civil space. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's what I see happening, uh, you know, more uh, consolidation on the in infrastructure engineering, more deals uh, and uh, higher valuations as well. Great, great. Let me ask you this, um, Jack, how did you, did you ever see yourself as, as being a, a power broker and putting together eight figure deals? And, and how did that, uh, tell me about that evolution in your personal life. And, and your personal uh, life. No, I, you know, I, I, it's hard to answer that because I, you know, my background's in architecture, as you know, I, I've known you for many years and you know what I've done before. So, um, you know, I started in architecture. I was designing really large uh, shopping centers for um, a um, uh, international uh, property developer. And then uh, from there, I decide, decided one day to just pull the plug and uh, terminate that career and uh, go back to business school and, uh, you know, uh, grad school and so on. So uh, coming out of uh, grad school, it was the recession and 
uh, I had to figure out something to do instead of finding a job, which I couldn't. So, uh, you know, it's been a good uh, 10, 12 years run. And over the last two years, I decided to focus on, you know, my, my background, which is architecture and, you know, the AEC space. And, uh, you know, I, I did my first deal and I, I, I figured, uh, you know, this is something really interesting. I'm having fun doing it. Um, it's uh, it's awesome to bring buyers and sellers together. Uh, matching companies together is great. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I can't see myself doing anything else right now. So it's been a great run. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, uh, super busy this year. This year has been coming out of the pandemic is has been, uh, um, you know, the first two quarters, like I described, were very busy and we're looking at closing some uh, few other deals, uh, you know, in the next uh, two quarters. So uh, uh, just having fun and uh, it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great business to be in. That's exciting to hear. Um, let me let me ask you this. So um, just just as a side note, you know, you and I connected originally on LinkedIn. We didn't know each other at all, right? <laughs> and I often tell people like, why don't you accept that LinkedIn connection? Um, and now, you know, you and I have been doing business and you know been been working together on clients. And you know, I what advice do you have for people that may may say, well, I'm not accepting that LinkedIn connection because I don't know that person? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I pretty much accept everyone unless it looks like spam because, you know, you know, it doesn't hurt. Uh, a lot of people are hesitant. You know, they have a small number of connections. I think, you know, I'm I'm more open to it. And uh, a lot of these connections are sales pitches, right? You accept the connection and you immediately receive a sales pitch. Um, you know, I, I, I don't do that uh, to, to others when I connect. I, you know, try to build personal connections from there. I think that's the best way to use the, uh, what, the social networks. Specifically, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, what, yeah. So once you connect with somebody, how do you follow up? Um, what, what's, what's a common uh, thread for you on, on your responses when y'all connect? Yeah, I mean, I try to provide, you know, value to people. And that's, you know, general, uh, in general, that's how I, you know, think about the, the social uh, connection. So, you know, I, I, when I when I connect with someone on LinkedIn, I ask them, uh, you know, how can I help you with your business? And, uh, uh, and I, you know, and probably end that sentence with uh, what we do and what we how we can help their clients, perhaps. So if there's a common uh, connection, you know, you move that to the ne next level and, uh, you know, you discuss uh, in more detail, maybe over the phone or something. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. You know, a, a actual in-person coffee or virtual coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I think it's a wonderful idea. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me ask you, okay, so we do have something exciting coming up right? Um, August 12th and 13th here in Las Vegas at the Grand, we're having our kickoff summit, the Brain AEC Summit, www.baecsummit.com. Jack, you're going to be speaking there. Uh, what are you going to be speaking on? So first of all, um, exciting opportunity to, uh, you know, 
network, meet new faces, uh, share ideas, uh, and uh, congratulations to you on uh, coming up with that. I know we, uh, you know, we talked about that a few years ago, and uh, here you are. Uh, and uh, even with COVID, you you stuck to it, and uh, you know, making it happen. So so exciting to be there. Um, I think you know. Uh, you and I have talked about the M&A topics for, you know, on many occasions and uh, the list of uh, things we can discuss is unlimited. Right. But I think I'm going to focus, uh, you know, it's going to be a, gr a, a, a group of very smart accounting and finance professionals. So, you know, how, what do you present to them? That's going to be interesting. So, uh, you know, I think I'm going to focus the presentation more on um, some of these challenges we were discussing earlier on this uh, call here, uh, you know, uh, things like uh, what makes a company sellable. And uh, I want the takeaway for people listening to be, you know, how do we, uh, as managers of these companies, not make these mistakes? So basically, I will try to uh, take some of these uh, real life deal um, challenges with buyers and sellers and, you know, back into you know, how do you make the companies um, evolve and grow without hitting those hurdles in the future if, you know, the owner wants to sell? So, Brady, I have a question for you. Um, uh, you know, I've known you many years, as I mentioned, and, uh, you know, Brain has been on a, uh, you know, growth trajectory over the last few years. Uh, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you know uh, where you've been, where you're going. Uh, that's uh, it's very exciting. Uh, the things that are, you're doing with the brain, and also uh, maybe another question about uh, you know bake. Um, how did you come up with the idea? And uh, you know what are you uh, you know looking for forward to the most? Uh, you know in August, I think it's in six weeks or so. Yeah, yeah, no, and those are those are both good questions. So I'll I'll, I'll start with the first one. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, Brain uh, Brain's a boutique specialty tax incentive consulting company, and we really concentrate on a core group of tax incentives and tax credits, and uh, as well as as the folks we serve. And um, you know, our really my motto is do a good job, and that's the best business development that you can do. So we really try to concentrate on. Um, the clients and meeting and exceeding expectations and the quality of the work that we provide. In fact, we don't have a professional self-staff, Jack. Um, you know, we just do the best we can. Almost all of our business comes from word of mouth. And by doing so, we've, we've had a, a great growth trajectory. And on BAKE, uh, the Brain AEC Summit, that's been a really a long time in the making. And I don't know if you remember or not, but we were... 63 or 65 stories up the Mandalay Bay at the foundation room. We had just finished a, a whiskey tasting event. And uh, that's, that's really about the time that I decided to, you know, fully commit to doing this, you know, and really over the last seven, eight years, I've noticed this unmet need with architecture, engineering, construction, home building companies where the actual business of their business was, was being neglected in the sense that there was not a uh, educational and network support group for those folks responsible. And that includes, you know, sometimes the, own, the owners and, and presidents and CWOs and principals are intimately responsible for that. And sometimes it's the CFOs and controllers and business managers. And, and that's what BAKE is all about, is creating that, 
that social network support group as well as that educational support group and um, really looking forward to uh, a very successful uh, kickoff to to uh, bake. Thanks. Yeah, Brady, looking forward to it as well. Well, thank you so much, Jack. Thank you for joining us here at Brady's Corner. Now, for the folks that want to get a hold of you, Jack, uh, what's the best way for them to do so? Oh, uh, maybe through the company website, uh, you'll find, you know, uh, information about what we do, as well as contact information, phone numbers, uh, and emails as well. And uh, the company website is uh, blackcastlepartners.com. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us at Brady's Corner. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Jack. Um, if you'd like to get a hold of me, please contact me at brady at brain.com. And you can also reach me uh, here at LinkedIn. Please connect with me and uh, look forward to hearing from you.